Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Javante, yesterday was his first day back, so I'll have more information on him. Kobe's been back uh, maybe a day or two before uh, Javante, uh, but seems to be responding fine, um, you know, in terms of what he's been able to do. With the uh, with the screening and on court activity, um, like I said, Javante had his first day yesterday. Um, like anything else, you know, winded, you know, being away from it for a period of time. But I'll get a little bit more of an idea today, uh, you know, based on um, how he responded from yesterday's workout. Billy Donovan, coach of. What's left of the Bulls or what is made, what comprises the Bulls? I'm not quite sure where. We are your Bulls station when the Bulls are allowed to play, when they do play in whatever shape and form, and I cannot name your Bulls roster. Stand by. That's what all sports are. I think that's the next Bulls power forward. Stand Stand by. by. Yeah. (laughs) We are... Going to try to find somebody who can name the roster. We're going to go to the Scores Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Rick Camp joins us. Rick Camp is the Bulls post game. Hi, Rick. Rick, oh, Rick, Rick. Bulls post game. When will the Bulls have a game? They can have a post game, and who's going to be on that team? Rick. Hi, Rick. Hi, Hi Rick. Hi. Uh, it seems like, as of now, tomorrow is going to be the time that the Bulls that will be, you know. Really, that they'll just like have a game so that we can have a post game show. Really, like that's the whole thing. <laughs> They've missed the thing. Got to yeah. sell it. Yeah. Because tomorrow I'll be hosting from five to six forty five, leading you up to Bulls pregame, and really that entire hour forty five, I'm just going to be listing everybody that's in health and safety protocols <laughs> across the NBA. Then there will be a Bulls game. Chuck Swirsky pregame at six forty five. Yada yada yada. The game will happen, and then I'll then. have Bulls post game. Okay. The are the announcers still are the color men are the the legendary bulls the dynast centers still in covid protocol health and safety protocol i don't know i haven't uh i haven't heard anything officially either way and i haven't uh texted with wennington since uh since uh you know he got his diagnosis so yeah. i'm not sure Hey, hey Rick, is is there seriously is there a chance that 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 game gets banged too? Bulls Lakers that that Rick Camp will be hosting uh, even longer that that night. Uh, it seems like it's trending in the right direction for both teams. Okay. Like the Lakers, obviously the Bulls have kind of they're getting some guys coming out of the protocols. 
now Zach Levine and <clears throat> excuse me, Ayo DeSumo will not be a couple of those guys. But Kobe White, Javante Green, DeMar DeRozan, looking like they'll be available. And on the Lakers side, a good sign for them, just in terms of sheer numbers, was the fact that Russell Westbrook tested out of the protocol after like a day and a half. So there haven't been any new uh, positives for them outside of Austin Reeves, who's supposed to be uh, the new Caruso for them. They call him Hillbilly Mamba. But uh, he is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he is. He's. Uh, he's the guy that hit the game-winning. Uh, game-winning shot against Dallas. Uh, who's basically the white guy in the rotation with shaggy hair this time. Oh my god. So that. That's. Uh. Yeah. That's Austin Reeves, but he's in the health and safety protocols right now. But as of now, the Lakers seem to be good, and the Bulls will have enough able bodies. I. I want to play a game like romance novelist or superhero or band. Hillbilly, Hillbilly <laughs> Mamba. I mean, it's, that's just wonderful. I hope he does well. I want the nicknames are so good. Nicknames like that are so few and far between. That's wonderful. Hillbilly yeah, Mamba. and he's a solid player, too, considering all the issues the Lakers have on their roster and why they've been it's kind of average as they've been this year. He's actually been really important for them when uh, coming into the year. I think the Lakers were hoping ideally He'd be an end of the bench guy that gets to develop and maybe has some sort of small role, like, you know, five, 10 minutes a game. And now he's like a full on 15, 20 minute, a guy like full on rotation player that they bank on because of just how flawed their roster is healthy or not. I know there was talk last night about creating essentially a taxi squad, a JV that up to 10 players and not affecting the salary cap because so many teams have been ripped and, and we've been and, and been ripped up by this. And then news today that Kevin Durant was placed in the health and safety protocols. And yet last night, the Nets said, all right, we, we need Kyrie. He's going to play in road games. And then today, we are all getting a big laugh out of the idea that Kyrie tested positive and he's in the health and safety protocols. So this is what's going on. Um, do you know if that if the have the Bulls said anything about that kind of taxi squad or JV squad um, that they won't have count against the cap? And who are these players? Can you name the likely roster? I cannot. I'm like what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to pull up the Windy City Bulls roster because that's pr- <laughs> that's pretty much what it would likely end up being, even though the Windy City Bulls have been shut down. So like this is a big weekend for the G League showcase because now that 10 day contracts can happen, like that's a, that's a thing where a lot of uh, executives will go to the G League showcase and see okay who's improved their game enough to maybe warrant you know a 10 day kind of like a chance to see who can still do what. But uh, I haven't because Billy Donovan spoke before that was kind of getting out there. So I imagine there might be something about that today. I haven't seen anything official saying that that is 100 percent going to happen. But I mean, at this point, it's it's not like last year where the league didn't schedule the second half of the season until the first half was almost done. And they had a good idea of how many extra games they had to try and squeeze in. The schedule's all set. So pretty much whether it's the NFL or or the NBA, they're pretty much saying by hook or by crook, we're getting through this thing, you know, integrity of every game, game in and game out, be damned. Uh, And just as an example of that, not involving the Bulls, the Magic are in Brooklyn today taking on said Nets between the two teams before either health and safety protocols or injury or whatever, there are 
21 players that are questionable are out. This this feels like we're heading towards the pause or the bubble or whatever. This feels like we're going back to the future. It feels that way to me. You see similarities, differences. Where do you think this is going, Rick? I think in terms of uh, how it's looking, I would normally agree, but I think the circum- the context around it all has changed to the point where I I think it would have to get even significantly worse than it is right now Ooh. for them to consider that. Just because of how much was banked on this being the first season that would have like real standard like money made for the league so that there's a lot banked on, you know, having revenues back to what they were going to be not just in terms of future salary cap or anything like that, but just in terms of like for, you know, things getting back to somewhat normal and, you know, owners slash governors, whatever you want to call them, are going to cry poor regardless, but still like, that's a thing that was kind of being baked into all this. So I think there's less understanding for it and less flexibility for it right now to where if you were to bubble up again, likely, how this has kind of affected three seasons now outside of just the actual pandemic in and of itself, but the scheduling and everything that goes along with it. I think that is a hundred percent going to be something that, that matters and is going to play into the thought process so that I would be floored if uh, at this point, if they go back into some sort of bubble or if there is a league wide pause for, multiple weeks or a month or something like that because it just throws so many other things off all right help me out here rick who as of right now for tomorrow night against the lakers who are the healthy starting five derozan is back right yeah trash panda Trash Panda is ready to go. Well, he's more he's more of a sixth man. See, like, <laughs> yes, he's he a guy, he's going to get the ball, and he's going to put up shots. Kobe Stadzinski. Looking... Yeah, three-time yeah. sixth man of the year. Yeah, exactly. Me, guys. He's going to have zero traditional assists, but those Kobe <laughs> really? assists that are that are just like flying off the backboard and like you know someone like Vooch will have to rebound it just to you know not get decapitated by the shot that's what he's gonna have more of a defensive specialist too guys you know I'll I'll go lock it up I'll I'll lock it up out of convenience much like his relationships (laughs) yes so so my my guess is the starting five will be Lonzo Ball Mm -hmm. uh Alex Caruso DeMar DeRozan Javante Green and Nikola Vucevic okay so that way it's not bad can yeah, so that it, it yeah, that part looks representative. It's just when you get to the bench, then you're yeah. getting to things like it's pretty much Kobe White, uh Devonta or Devon Dotson, like We've your two way guys, your Tony Bradleys, maybe, maybe you even see the Marco Samanovic experience. Oh yes. You might get this some could of be that. fun, Rick. This could be fun, man. Fun's a word. Yeah. Is Noach in any kind of shape? Could they bring him back? <laughs> <laughs> um because I, I, don't even I know would like that come right from. Now. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, a weird I, I, reference. Because Caruso is is modern day Noach. Oh, I guess he's you. that guy for me. Okay, and I love Noach, and he just if nothing else, he gives you energy in minutes. He could do that, and it seems like they want to eat up time. They want to have ball control, right? I mean, Joe Keen's around enough. He is. You're right. That's Why it. not? Why not? Yeah, he can't yeah, possibly just, shoot worse for... than Vooch's. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah, it's it's really weird what's happened to Vooch with the shooting and but the thing is like so many people were so ready to spike the ball on you guys said this wouldn't fit like you know with bringing in DeRozan and everything and it's like well the thing is there's two other guys that were already there not just Levine 
because Levine can kind of shoot from anywhere. He's such a good shooter that he can shoot from any spot on the floor. But when you think about where guys like to get their shots, DeRozan and Vucevic are extremely similar. They just go about it in different ways. So DeRozan, you know, having the ball as much as he does, and he's been really good, do not get me wrong. But the fact that he's in a lot of those same spots as Vucevic has made Vuce kind of some of his patterns of, okay, this guy moves here, then I move here. He kind of has had to change where he naturally moves on the floor. And some of that's taken him out of rhythm, and some of it has just been being in a slump. So I don't know if that's a confidence thing. I don't know, you know what that ends up being. But, yeah, he has to be better if this team is going to be like even close to what the perception is of what they could be in the playoffs. I like the idea that a guy that established can get better as far as the Bulls' chances are concerned. And I, I realize we may not even see the end of this season uh, in, in what the traditional form, but I better him than guessing on somebody because he's got a track record. I, I like his. I like the chances, the probability that he will figure it out and that you'll get that kind of guy. In the meantime, what you're getting is an excellent passer. You're still getting a threat. He still has an effect on the way they can play offense when they're at full strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely the way. That, yeah, like Vooch isn't a zero. Like the biggest thing that they missed when Vooch was out was, okay, when there's a, when there's blitzing of the ball handler, whether it's Levine or DeRozan, they'll normally try and dump the ball over the top to whoever set the screen. And that guy is kind of between the three-point line and the free-throw line. A lot of times that would be Vooch. And at that point, guys collapse on him, and then Vooch has to make the decision, okay, are they staying home and I just put up the 18-footer? Or, okay, guys are collapsing on me. Where do I swing the ball to? One of the wings or one of the corners based on where everybody is. And Vooch is really good in those decision-making situations. So even while the shooting numbers have not been good, in terms of helping to still facilitate some of the offense, he's been pretty good at that. And they need that, especially when they're in the half court, because their offense has definitely been propped up by how good they are when they're in transition. Now we need to get to the important stuff. I was waiting. We are ending, as we approach 2022, I surveyed many sites to find out food trends, what they predict, what they suspect, what they know for sure is going to be going on. And with Rick Camp here, co-host, co-founder, co-eater of the I'm Fat podcast along with Jay Zawoski. Rick, let me run some things by you, as, mm-hmm. as especially now with the threat that like the Netherlands, for instance, has already gone into lockdown. A whole country's locked down, but they have hash cafes, so they're okay with that. Yeah. But we'll get back to... Hey, real um, quick, guys, before you get to that little yeah. bit of Bears breaking Oops. news, keeping an eye on my text here, the Bears have activated defensive tackle, nose tackle, Eddie Goldman from the COVID list and signed a quarterback. Who? Ryan Willis. Who? Signed. It's not a real person. Is what, that Ryan what you talking Tom about? Willis? Ryan, That's a how about Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Tom Willis? Yes, Peter Tom Willis. <laughs> yes, they, they have signed quarterback Ryan Willis to their, their practice squad. So that is really good news for the Bears in, in terms of Eddie Goldman. Is Eddie Goldman that. tanking or not? Was he one of the guys who was tanking? Or I think not? if he was tanking, they would have kept him on the COVID list. All right. Okay. So, Rick, let's, let me run, by the, run some of these food products by you. Mm-hmm. Macaroni and cheese ice cream. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. big no. Big no. no. I, 
Hard pass. Okay. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Potato milk. What? It's boiled. Well, potato milk. Look, if you can make almond milk. You it might be time to leave milk, milk alone. It, it might be time to leave milk alone because yeah. almond milk is not working out. Cashew milk. Like, I want to like that stuff, but almond, there's nothing to it. But almond yeah, I, I, milk You know, I agree. Work. Like, I get that big milk is trying to make, you know, big is milk. trying to make fetch happen here with yeah. all these different types of milk. But you know what I like? Regular milk. Leave it alone. Well, potato milk is is uh, being talked about as the next big thing because it's it's especially for the vegans, people, the non lact the the lactose intolerant boiled portions of the boiled potatoes and the water they're boiled in, and there's your potato milk and the horse that rode in on them and the horse you rode in. So yeah. wait, wait, wait! It's literally just water that potatoes were boiled in and the potatoes, the squished potatoes. Yeah, that sounds. Awful. It sounds no. like mashed potatoes, but you leave the water in? Uh-huh. I don't... Yeah. Right. It's a mashed potato shake. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Put a little butter in there. How about pot- mashed potato ice cream? How you fix for that? No, that's not a real thing. No. Okay. Like, I, I like ice cream. Okay. I like milk, and I like potatoes. And macaroni they don't and cheese. All, and mac and cheese. Yeah, they right. don't all have to become the same item. Right. They don't all have to sit in the same bed. All right. Uh, cornflake crusted French toast. Okay, I'm here for that. I like getting the texture difference there. Would the would would it be better if the cereal were different? This seems like a malleable idea. You yeah, can make like French I, toast I, with different crushed cereals. I mean, wouldn't isn't cinnamon toast is a cinnamon toast crunch a little too on the nose? No, I don't think you know having it exponential would be work would, would work for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all mean, in favor of that. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch is the one that seems to make the most sense to me because yeah, you're you're just adding the same flavor profile even more. One of the things I saw that I would be I just want to sleep with is cinnamon roll apple cobbler. Mm. There are no bad words there. Yeah, say that again. Cinnamon roll apple cobbler. Oh yeah, that's yes, it's the how, spot. How good would that be? That's, yeah. I want that to be a food trend. And this, I can't believe, and I, I can't believe this didn't exist before. And maybe, Rick, you can say that it did. Buffalo chicken tots. Oh, just like essentially. Oh, so just like take a, a big old thing of tots and slap it with buffalo sauce and uh, and chicken. I, or and bake it uh, together with like cheese and junk. Or just sort of, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, but make the chicken like the tots with. Um, either potatoes and either fry them or saute them or whatever, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how buffalo, chicken, and tots didn't all get together in a previous lifetime. I mean, it feels like they've been trends into, like separate of each other, so they should get together because buffalo chicken is delicious and tots are delicious. Uh-huh. And they're things that are actually kind of meant to be on the same plate together, unlike this mac and cheese and ice cream and potato milk garbage. That's not meant to be together. This stuff makes all the sense in the world and complements each other. So, yes, I'm here for that. 773 texter to the scores text zone says, stop bleeping with French toast. (laughs) (laughs) They're tired of it. Stop it. Just a lot of butter and a lot of syrup. I I think the reason we do this 773 texter is because French toast, much like the French, because it is French, surrendered, and we just do anything we want to it. That's the way it is. So yeah. that's what we're going to do. And then acts better than everybody else, <laughs> even right. though they let everybody do whatever they want to it. That's right. 
Rick, I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, so far, the schedule holds that Rick will be on the air tomorrow, and you will hear him on the score, and then you will hear Bulls, Lakers, I think, right? As far as we know, Rick? In theory. In yeah, theory. that's that. That's or, the plan as of right now. Or, or you hear Rick Camp. Yeah. Because that's the way it would work, probably. Yeah. Just have a whole show, Rick. Do me a favor, just have a whole show ready to go. Lots of mm-hmm. energy. Just, yeah. And, um, you know, get a question out there. Get some calls going. Just just yep. be ready. Be ready. Oh, I will. I, I mean, hey, it's not like there's anything else going on on a Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock <laughs> to where people would not be listening to me. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. See you guys. See you, buddy. All right. <clears throat> 630 texture, buffalo sauce and any type of potato, an undefeated pairing. Yes. That that works. Wait, what right? was it? Sorry. What I've are got... you typing over I, I'm there? I'm sorry. I'm just are you a big I, fan I'm, of the first he doesn't I, show up for the start of the show because he, he had a bigger name on the other line. I'm sorry. I, I'm now what? I am looking up Brian Willis information. I'm looking at my text to see if there's hey, anything new. Is it Brian if or Ryan? If you haven't heard, it, it is Ryan Willis. A um, does it really matter? He uh, it's a newer type of thing. Um, he played college football for Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't think he's taking a snap in the NFL. Um, Shocking. Yes. Well, that means he hasn't been nagged. You can already see Justin Fields' career ending, just like everybody else that he's coached. So. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. I'm I'm focused again. It's just Eddie Goldman activated, Ryan Wills, Ladarius Mack, the brother of Khalil Mack, back on the active roster as well, according to... Great. What I'm reading. How'd that? How'd that work out for him the first time? How'd that work he out for the a, Bears? He, he, the had, first a, time? he had a. He almost he had, had a half play. a sack. He had a play. <laughs> no, he did, didn't he? And Khalil was on the sideline that day. Yeah. Can we? Oh. Why don't we just take a break and then we'll start what Mark heard? We'll see okay. how long this takes. Right before I get distracted again. <laughs> top of the top of the. Yeah, at least you'll be part of the show. Top of the hour, we'll talk to Jim Schwantz about what's left of the Bears and wonder why Matt Nagy gets to jeopardize Justin Fields for yet another week. You and me. a legend turned 75 today, and we have a... Did you guys make your lists? Did I got to do your... that, too. I'll do that during the break. <laughs> Can't show up on time. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. It's been a day, man. Saturday sucking. Mark is showing how much he sucks so you don't have to. I hope you people appreciate it. Right down to the end of the year. Chicago Sports Radio <laughs> sucks 70 to score. La, 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 la. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. Rack and yak. It's time for What Mark Heard on Saturday Suckage with Mark Grody and Steve Rosenblum. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. Buffalo chicken tater tots casserole. That would work. Again, all the words you just used sound wonderful. As the I'm Fat podcast often says, there are no bad words in that sentence. Exactly. Yes. That sounds like something I might make tonight. I got nothing on the schedule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that schedule. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome and welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio 670. Score Saturday suckage. It's now time for our near award-winning segment, What Mark Heard. Mark, what you heard. We've heard a lot from Jalen Johnson this week and the comments that he made on Redline Radio um, about the the locker room. Maybe we hear that again, and then we'll get some reaction from, from the Bears on it. So, Studs, if you have the Jalen Johnson cut, let's play that first as a refresher, and then we'll hear from Sean Desai. You have the side of the locker room that is starting to go into the tank, and you have the guys that are still trying to fight and figure out how we can get better. Now, Sean Desai was asked yesterday, so... Hey, man, one of your guys says half the locker room is lost. Is that is that the case? From your vantage point, have you seen any indication of that? Yeah, uh, no, I'm not aware of the podcast. Um, but uh, no, I have not. I have not. You know, I think I think you start in that game. Our guys are competitors, and I think they're going to kind of fight and claw for everything that they've got. And it's our jobs as coaches to make sure they're in the best positions and they know their techniques and fundamentals to be able to go execute. You know, you've seen that throughout the course of this year, regardless of at least on defense, who we played on defense. And, and we played a good number of people, and that's part of this league where you got to be able to do that. And so the next man up mentality, and we're going to continue to do that as we move forward. And, and the expectation is always going to be the expectation. The standard's going to be the standard that we need to play high level of defense and we need to be able to execute for 60-plus minutes. 
used a lot of words there, didn't he, Stevie Sunshine? But that that's what I guess you expect them to say, whether or not that's the real answer or not. I don't know. And I, I kept it long because he just kind of went on his own little crusade there, did Sean decide, as Matt Nagy probably will do today. Well, I I would expect the coach speak of, yeah, I know those guys. They, they fight. Just like whatever he said about Nagy, we heard what Sean Desai said. And Sean Desai's credibility is is shrinking regularly as, as Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur and Devontae Adams reduced him to being incapable of defending anything, being incapable of adjusting. Matt Nagy is worse because he couldn't see what was going on and then denied it. Well, I, well you know, he wasn't really in the slot. Well, yes, he was. As a matter of fact, he was. But I, I think that what the coaches are going to say is what they, like you said, what they have to say. Everybody knows they have to lie, so they're going to lie, right? They're yeah. going to say that. Yes, of course. And there's no reason, There's, as you said, <clears throat> with a team that's 4-9, and nine, why wouldn't it be surprising that some guys would have checked out, made business decisions? Of course. What's of what's course the they game? have. Like that that yeah. And Sean Desai's been around long enough to know that. Mm-hmm. That that happens. It's probably happened before with the Bears. It's happened with many NFL locker rooms around a, a sport that violent and you're out of the playoff picture and you've got your money. What's motivating you? And, oh, and the fact that all your bosses are on their way out, potentially. <laughs> should right? be. Should be. Because, like, that's, that's a crazy haul. It's human nature kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, I, we don't, there's no direction right now. So I get it. I, Bill, I, Bill Laser, always honest. And Bill Laser, if you get, listen closely, because he, he talks in a, Bill Laser sort of talks in a very a matter of fact tone, mm-hmm. but, it's pretty, pretty. Uh, I'll just call it tough love for Tevin Jenkins. Tell me if you agree. I have high expectations for Tevin. We make no excuses about how we play. So that's both as a, as a team and, and for a player. The fact that he really hasn't been able to practice with pads on in the NFL, that's life, you know, and he's, he's paid to get a job done. So we expect him to get it done. And I bet you he would tell you he expects to get it done. So I, my, my expectations for Tevin don't change. I don't mean to sound harsh, but I think part of building a culture is that wins and that has high expectations is that you set the bar high and you keep the bar there regardless of who's in, in the game. And you don't change expectations because the backup went in and it's the backup's job to be ready to step in when it's time. And, and when Jason went down and Tevin went in, uh, we we got to expect uh, the same level of play that we always would. Some people would say that that's unrealistic, but I would say that if that's your mindset, over time you're going to build the right culture. Hey, Tevin Jenkins, you're a second round pick. You're the backup left tackle. We know it was your first game. It was a rough game, but guess what? No excuses. We need you to be good. Did you hear that in in that? I heard that. I also heard this. I, I believe that to be short sighted. I heard that to be. Um, lacking common sense. From Bill Lazor. Yes. Okay. Because, like you just said, we know it's your first game. You're a right tackle. We wanted you to play left. You never got the chance to play left because you kept you got hurt. Bye-bye. See ya. Here you are, and your quarterback has broken ribs. The Bears ignored a lot of common sense moves. And right after the game, Matt Nagy was talking about, well, you know, if you use a guy, you know, if you – Chip, you keep a guy in while well, you got fewer receivers out there. So you know where 
his thinking, where Matt Nagy's thinking is, which influences Bill Lazor's thinking. Matt Nagy's thinking is, well, I need more guys in, in the pattern so I can doodle up some really nifty plays. And the last thing on that list, apparently, is protecting the quarterback with the broken ribs, who is the future of this franchise if there's going to be a future. That's what it sounded like to so me. So you think it's not like it, the coaches, he's ill-prepared because of the coaches? Yes. Seven and, and, and he was going to be ill-prepared anyways, but he wasn't helped by his coaches. I don't think they put him in a position to win, in a position to succeed. And that's where I had a problem with what, that's what I read into what Bill Lazor was saying. Mm-hmm. I understand the need. Next man up, and you have to be good. But that shows no common sense. It doesn't take into consideration any of the, the context for which, with which he is playing that position and who he's protecting, right? What, what am I missing here? Why should Tevin Jenkins be expected to be Jason Peters? What am I missing here? I don't think that they expected him to be that, obviously. But that's what, kind of what he sounded. I, I think they're, what they're saying to hit him is, guess what? It's, it's not okay for you to go out there and commit four penalties. It is not okay for you to allow your man to strip sack Justin Fields. Like, they get it. It's but they're gonna be they're gonna put high expectations on a highly drafted, well thought of player. So I think that they, while I'm sure every rookie gets a little bit of room, especially those who miss training camp and those who have had back surgery, but at the same time they are saying we need you, and we're not just de- we're not just developing you and letting you play through the pain. Get out there. And be good. So to, to me, I took the opposite approach. I think it was refreshing to hear that. That it's not just be not not just all this. He's a rookie babble, and you know he's going to get better. No, you, you we drafted you where we drafted you, and we need you to be good. Stat. I understand that. I appreciate the tough love, and I appreciate the blame on the player. I, I appreciate the the expectation. I want the bar set high. Again. I go back to, and maybe it's maybe it's the several years I've seen a coaching staff fail repeatedly to put their players in a position to win, not knowing what they're seeing out there on the field. That that strikes me as just a a disastrous decision with a quarterback who starts the game with broken ribs. You need to help a right tackle playing left tackle in his first NFL game in prime time. Don't be shy about it. And and I, if you're going to show that kind of tough love, then why aren't you, you know, you say the same thing about Justin Fields. He's been the worst at ball security. He's horrible. He's cost the Bears yep. possessions. He's awful at that. He is not, he's played what, 10 games, 11 games? 11 games and 10 fumbles. He's tied for the lead league among quarterbacks in fumbles. Needs better awareness. And he's thrown, yep. what, 10 picks? So yeah, he's played like four to he's, 10. He's worth like almost two turnovers a game. Do you hear that criticism coming down on him? Do you read into it like that? You you listen to these I, people I, every day. Hey, I mean, they're not. But if somebody did, you'd you'd be loving it if the laser was like, "Hey, this guy's got to protect the ball more. He he keeps coughing it up. He's got to be more aware." The fact that they don't is why I draw I I draw why I have an issue with this coaching staff. Different rules for different people, right? Though. And I and you can make that. You can say, that. "Hey, quarterback's too important. Yeah. His his mindset is too important. Really, ball security is too important." I don't give a 
damn about his mindset. Hold I would, on to the ball. I, I, I would def- protect I, the ball. I, I don't want to fight you on that. I agree with that. Like it's been frustrating to watch yeah. Justin Fields at times this year. Um, all right, on to our guy Olin Krutz. And <laughs> yeah, God, it. my I get scared just when you say that. I know. Name. Well, you should because this is a scary. <laughs> this one is scary, actually. Steve, do you know what do you think of Urban Meyer? By the way, scum. <laughs> Uh, his his pun scum. Second. He is he is Satan's rectum. Well, Satan's rectum was fired. You realize that, right? He got fired. And... Right. One of the things that he supposedly was doing was kicking the kicker, kicking the kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And uh, Olin Krutz was asked on the uh, the Parkinson's Spiegel show yesterday. Hey, man, what would you do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if a coach kicked him. I'm going to be extremely honest with you guys, and, and I'm not saying I was the toughest guy in the world, but no one's going to kick me at that age in my 20s, okay? You're not going to come by me and put your hands on my back. So uh, it wouldn't have been good for anybody if it was a real kick, especially uh, I don't care if you're the president of the United States of America. You are not going to kick me. His secret service, service better be fast. Uh, I will risk everything to get back at you for kicking me. So uh, dumb by the coach there. Now, listen. I, we don't know. He denies it, right? We don't know what happened there. Was it like a tap kick? You know, you kick someone on the ground, like, uh, uh, you know, try to tell a joke and kick them in the leg. Uh, then it would be all right. Well, we're all teammates. We're all part of the same team. But if you're kicking somebody for real, man, that, that that's crazy. And then if a grown man tells you, I don't want to be kicked, the only thing you say is, look, man, I'm sorry about that, right? You don't say, like, I'm the mother effing head coach. Uh, if, if that really did happen, uh, uh, just, you know, it just wouldn't have been a good scene uh, if somebody would have kicked me uh, when I was in my 20s on an NFL football field. Guys, how many body bags do you think they would have needed if someone... <laughs> I would love... <laughs> I just can't imagine. I mean, like, first of all, one of my core principles, like, really high on my list of things not to do is mess with Olin Krutz. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah. it's just, I love that they asked him it's this question. It's a good question. policy, Trash Panda. Yes, yes. It? Well, and, and then Olin also, in a follow-up, and I didn't, well, I didn't add this to the segment, but in the follow-up, he was talking to the guys about Aaron Cromer in in New Orleans. I don't know if you guys remember that story, but Aaron Cromer was kind of like, I don't think he was kicking anybody, but he was like using very condescending, coachy language. Uh-huh. And Krutz, I, I, I don't remember what the exact story was. Krutz made him stop. Let's put it that way. He got on Aaron. I don't know if it got physical or not, but... Wasn't there something... He pinned him Olin, against the wall. A, a pen, yeah, I was going to say, held him against the wall. Yeah, and then Breeze might have broke it up. Funny story. So I I booked that guy. That guy's part of the media now. Who? I, Cromer. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. I think he does Saints games or something. He used like to, that. by the way, Aaron Cromer, former Bears offensive coordinator too. So I think I can't remember well, for whatever reason I booked him for the pregame show like two years ago. And after I booked him, like we're talking before the show, me and Olin, he's like, "Oh yeah, I pinned that guy against the wall." Oh and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, "Oh really? Like, sorry, yeah. I wouldn't have booked him." He's like, "No, it's cool." Wait, <laughs> like, wait did you have him on then? Yeah. Oh, so so Krutz and Cromer have been on the radio together since he pinned him up against the wall. Yes, that's awesome. 
I was I not mean, aware you know, of it. Was, it was at that point probably like, you know, seven years ago. I guess it's probably in the past. But they, I was like, oh, really? I wouldn't have booked him if I didn't know that. Cromer was also the guy in the Bears locker room uh-huh. who like told the secrets about Jay Cutler to a national reporter, wasn't yes. it? And then, they, then he cried in the locker room or something. Right. Yeah. And then that's when everybody got fired. We're letting him go early, a week early. Nobody's going to be offensive coordinator. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. The end, that was the end of the Trustman era. That was ugly as hell. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of what Mark heard and try not to be as scared. Is the rest of it? I won't be as scared, right? The idea no, of, you won't. So the idea of Olin either uh, kicking me or me like making the mistake of going at Olin, and then you'd be let me let me give it a tease. I, dental records would not even be. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I have left. I think right. I think this will fascinate the audience. Deshaun Gibson on Mike Pettin, who Ooh. might be the defensive coordinator. Yep, yep, yep. Justin Fields on the week that has been, and then Matt Nagy asked the question: Can you do stuff the way Bill Belichick does stuff? The answer is no. Let's take no. a break. Well, actually, he could the way Bill That's Belichick. That's a tease for all you <laughs> listeners out there. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bears. He can he can do stuff like Bill Belichick did in Cleveland, not New England. <laughs> Chicago Sports Radio six seventy the score. Go Bears! We don't have turds on this team. Quitters, yeah, yeah. Ask Jalen Johnson, and then lie about what he said, and the ignorance of the arrogance of the arrogance of the ignorance up there. Yeah, I'll just well wait to hear from Matt Nagy say no. That's not just not true. It's, no. I don't see anybody quitting here. Welcome and welcome back. We are in part two. More uh, arrogance by Matt Nagy. Yeah, there you go. We, uh, we're in part two. Yeah. Of our near award winning segment, What Mark Heard. <clears throat> Mark, what you heard. So it is possible that Mike Pettin, an assistant to Sean Desai on the defensive side of the ball, the former Cleveland head coach, the former Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator, Mike Pettin could be the Bears defensive coordinator on Monday night if Sean Desai does not pass the COVID test. So, Deshaun Gibson has experience with Mike Pettin, so I thought I'd let you listen to to the Bears' safety about Pettin. Uh, man, I, like Coach Pett, I feel like, man, I had some some of my most phenomenal years under Coach Pett's defenses. That's just who Coach Pett is. I have no doubt in my mind that Coach Pett will be able to come in here and call a game the way that he seemed fit, obviously, within the system that, that Coach decides built. But, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. He's respected, man. His defense is always dating back to before I even had a chance to play for him in Cleveland. He took our defense and made us respectable. We had four pro bowlers and a, three pro bowlers in the secondary. And one, and so, you know, that in his first year so I believe Coach Pett I believe in what he do I believe in what he stand for man and you know Coach Pett I have nothing but admiration and love for for Coach Pett man dating back to my time in Cleveland so I think that we're in good hands uh, if Coach uh, Sean won't be there I think that Coach Pett definitely is comfortable doing this man he was uh, you know he was coaching the NFC Championship game last year so obviously uh, we're in good situation man if, the, if it boils down to that so there is Gibson on pet. And you know what? The way I look at all of this because of where the Bears are, it's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, give Petten a shot. Um, you know, put Matt Nagy back on play calling for a day. See what happens. Who knows, man? I mean, like, and with the Matt Nagy thing, too, like, if he got play calling back, don't you think he would kind of just have a let's just 
go for it because he knows his days are winding down. He's lost. He, he stripped play calling from himself. Don't you think he would just try to go crazy for a day? I think we see that in the first 15 plays, the scripted part. Yeah. I think he's still he's doing that. And I think that's why it's even more. That's why he should have been fired a month ago, or should have been fired on Thanksgiving. It's even more dangerous that attitude, because he's trying to put stuff on film, right? And what we see on film, on video, whatever it is, we see the the cowardliness. He's not going to go for it on fourth and two, on fourth and one, whatever. The, I'm aggressive. You you find that about find out that about me real quick. No, that's I'm, a good point. So maybe he would go all conservative. Maybe it would be the absolute no, opposite. But you have no idea. What's in danger is Justin Fields' ribs. Justin Fields' health is in danger with Matt Nagy calling plays. And I understand what you're saying. Why not? Justin Fields is why not? Justin Fields' health is why not? Well, speaking of that, let's get into Justin Fields. I have uh, put together some of the what I thought were the most pertinent clips of the week from Justin Fields, and uh, you'll get into his health here a little bit within this, but he starts with, Justin Fields does, just all that has happened with the, the with COVID-19 just, you know, all over the locker room. I mean, we've done this before, so it's nothing new. We had it the week we played Detroit on Thanksgiving, so it's not like it's something new to us. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all grown men. We all are here for one reason, and that's to win games. So if, you know, guys can't lock in for a walkthrough, then, you know, that's, that's on them at the end of the day. And, you know, it's partly my job to make sure the other guys around me are locked in and, you know, um, you know, taking the walkthrough seriously. Tevin Jenkins was put in a tough spot the other night, you know, coming in cold in a key position, his first NFL snaps on offense. What was your impression about how he handled that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Tev wanted to play better than he did but of course you know him that being his first game he's not going to be perfect so um I just told him that you know everything's going to be fine and um I mean really you just kind of have to look in retrospect like me my first start I had one net passing yard so it's just like you know it's 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 going to get better and um I just told him to keep his head down and you know I just reached out to him after the game because I know you know he was feeling a little bit down how do you feel he said you were at about 90 percent during the game is that going up yeah I, I'm I'm slowly getting better each and every day of course I was pretty sore after the game from not, you're not playing a couple of weeks but um I'm getting better. You like the humility out of Justin Fields kind of making the joke about himself. Yeah, I, yeah. Right, I had one yard, you know, negative one yeah. yard. Yeah, look at I me, man. That. Yeah. Right, and I, and that's that's terrific. I, I love that. And he's a, he's a guy who will need to be coached and reined in and whatever, and I, I like that about him. I got massive questions. The ball security. Amen. The ball security that people talked about coming out of the draft – Going into the draft, coming out of the draft, it it, it exists. It's real. It is it's real. Bad. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Now we're running out of time here. So one more cut on what Mark heard before we get to Jim Schwantz at the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. Actually, the question is is in it. So here's Matt Nagy. Belichick in a situation a couple weeks ago against uh, Buffalo changed his whole game plan. Are you equipped to do that kind of thing? Well, that that was pretty drastic what they did. And that was some, that was that was a great job by Coach Belichick and, and Coach McDaniel's what they did. And when you when you're in that situation, it's not the first time he's done something like that. So they, they pretty much said we're going to run the ball and stop us and ran a few plays the whole time. And those type of situations, um, when you're prepared and you can do that, I think it speaks to that they did a great job. I think for sure that we have we understand where we're at and whatever we need to do if we think it's going to give us advantage. I think that game is probably a little different because literally it was there was times where it was third and 15, third and 11 and they're running the ball, you know, on a on a under center run. Whatever we need to do to give us the best chance to win, we'll do it. Yes. That's a lie. He doesn't do that. Do no, what no, you no. got to do. 
I don't think he knows what will give him his team the best chance to win. I don't. Th- I think that's the problem. I think he believes he would do that. I don't think he's smart enough to know that everything that goes into making that decision in a wise way. And he also now knows, based on not going for it on fourth down last week. Two weeks in a row. that Two weeks in a row that he can't do it. He can. He hasn't given him the chance. No, what does he got know? No, he finally knows that his team is not capable often of getting one yard when they need one yard. And, that, and that's not just this year. Drive him to O'Hare. Or... Midway? Midway. Yeah. Yeah. I like I actually like Midway better. <clears throat> Driving to Bradley International Airport in Hartford and then let him fly wherever. Where's that? Hartford. <laughs> Can- then, Connecticut? Yeah. He really? said he <laughs> no. literally said it's in Hartford. No, but I know Where's Hartford? Well, that's <laughs> But it didn't make sense because we're in Illinois and Hartford is not. I, we are but the point is to make it as painful on him as he has made oh, it on us. Yeah, see, I needed that. I needed that. To <laughs> on. Like, I needed a little bit more background. Sorry, you're running behind today. On your yeah, joke. Yeah, all right, yes. here we go. <laughs> That's right. I'm way off. It's Dr. Jim Schwantz after this. Saturday's suckage, of course. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.